Welcome. I'm the Parliament Raven. Welcome. Grab a seat. Pour yourself a cup of tea. My name's Jason Rodriguez, and I'm the Parliament Raven. And today has just been a confluence of chaotic stuff, uh, at least in my personal life, that it has inspired what we're talking about today. And that is inevitable change. And we know that today, uh, no matter where you're at, things have changed, whether it's been in the last few weeks or the last two years, the world has gone through a Im- change that we never would have imagined unless it was written down as fiction. Truth and life is sometimes stranger than fiction. And going with the inevitable chains, what should we do about it? What's, well, in, in the first place, what is change? When I talk about change, I talk about things that, that radically impact our life. And recently, I know that death, at least, has radically impacted everybody's life. And I could talk about just death altogether, but it's more than just that. There's career changes. Uh, there's children coming into the world. New friendships being born, old friendships dying away. The last two years have radically changed our lives in some way, shape, or form. And change is is a shift not only in our lives in the sense of how we interact or who we interact with, but how we view it, how we see it. It's this whole universe around us, right? So if everyone has a story, and if that story dramatically changes, then that, then that universe that the story's going in is dramatically affected. And how I view life is my universe has radically changed. When I got married, my universe radically changed. When my mom died, and I never got to see, I will never get to see her again. And the only way I'm able to hear her voice is that I still have a few messages on my phone. And that's the only way. I don't get new, new messages or anything. That radically changed my life. That, uh, losing someone radically changes your life. Uh, changing careers, radically changing life. And I bring that up because these things are happening with us. Whether we want them to or not, in a blink of an eye, change happens. It's a f- immeasurable force that is consistently moving in our lives and in the universe. And I don't even know, I, I could probably say beyond a shadow of a doubt that we could see that in the spiritual realm because change began in the creation of the earth and probably change has been going on uh, for all of existence. Uh, and there's probably theology books written about it uh, that are beyond my scope of study. But change, that's what we're, let's, let's get back to what can we do about it? right? Uh, as change comes, we can either sit like a tree and let it hit us like a, a tidal wave and be uprooted, or we can, be, we, can, we can go with the flow 
and use that change uh, to create a betterment. And uh, for instance, making a plan, right? Why? why? When change comes, you can affect by having plans um, set. And people are like, no, no, just wait on the Lord. The Lord's wants to bless you and he has a plan for you but the bible itself says in proverbs 16 in their hearts humans plan their course but the lord establishes their steps now i'm not saying the lord doesn't have a plan for you to prosper he doesn't have a plan for you to to have have joy in your life that of course is a given but the lord expects us as as a parent should, for his children to have plans of their own. And like any good parent, the Lord gets behind that. He orders the steps, right? He gets the things ready, makes connections, opens doors, grants blessings. And if you have a good parent in this world, you, you've seen that uh, modeled for you. And if you have a a bad parent, uh, you can see that where it's hard to believe that God would do that for you, right? Because you've never experienced or had that modeled in your life. But then if you become a parent, oh, see this, how complicated things be. You want the best for your children, and so you arrange. You get give what you never got, so we plan for change. We plan for as things happen to us or we re- we're reactive or we're actively guiding, helping to guide change in our lives by making plans and discussing things. Uh, so much so that Proverbs says plans are established by seeking advice. So if you wage war... Obtain guidance. And I want to use war in the sense of if if you're going out after something where you're going to battle for it, a job, a career, education, a relationship, then definitely seek guidance from somebody who is either wiser than yourself or has some outside perspective to grant you wisdom that you wouldn't have there. Because as change comes... As it manifests, whether it be COVID arriving in the world and changing laws or having to wear a mask because a doctor recommends it for the government or uh, changing the, your kids from going to public education school to going private online school. As these thing changes come, you, you must make plans and figure out where you're going to stand in that change. Right? Where are you going to stand? Are you going to stand actively, retroactively, or you're going to plant your feet and get and get washed away and pulled away and uprooted by change? So we know that if we do plan, if we do set our eyes or sight to something, we can find somewhere to stand amongst the change too, right? If you feel called to stand, that's completely different than just being obstinate. And the Lord, who is your rock and your fortress and deliverer, will hold you safe.
and that's not to contradict what I said earlier about being uprooted, but there is this difference about being obstinate in change, planting your feet and getting dragged away in that obstinate, or being called to change and planting your feet because you're called to stand as a solid person in that change, that this shouldn't change and I need to stand. And in that case, there's provision for that. Right? As I said, this is complicated. Change is complicated. The idea of change is complicated and how we deal is complicated. Now, because of that, we know that worry comes. Right? We have wisdom to seek guidance. Right? And we know that we plan our course and that God sets the our steps. But what then do we do? Do we worry about those plans? Do we not worry about those plans? Well, the Lord has already addressed it. Jesus himself addressed it. In Matthew 6, 31 through 34, he says, So then, forsake your worries. Why would you say, what will we eat? Or what will we drink? Or what will we wear? For that is what the unbeliever chases after. Does not your heavenly Father already know these things that your body requires, that your life requires, that your mind requires? Add that little bit. So above all, consistently seek God's kingdom and his righteousness, his sadiq, his faithfulness. Then all these Less important things will be given unto you in abundance, abundantly. Refuse to worry about tomorrow, but deal with each challenge that comes your way one day at a time. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Right? So the Lord doesn't want us to worry. And, he, and it seems like he's like, don't, well, don't plan, don't worry about it. Well, he's not saying that. He's saying, don't worry about tomorrow. It'll take care of itself. And it's okay. And the word also says, it's okay to make your plans. The Lord will guide your steps. But ultimately, to keep on seeking him in all of that. Right? Amazing, right? Keep seeking wisdom. Well, that's God. You know, also seek the people he's put in your life who are wise. On the other hand, there comes a point where we must also realize that we can't put every... With change, we never know what might happen, right? And James would consider it foolhardy. James, the brother of Jesus, would consider it foolhardy to worry or to boast about the future. And here's what he says in... In James chapter 4, 13 through 15, he says, Listen, those of you who are boasting, today or tomorrow we will go to another city and spend some time and go into business and make heaps of profit. But you don't have a clue of what tomorrow may bring. For your fleeting life is but a warm breath of air that is visible and cold and only for a moment and then vanishes. Instead, say, 
Our tomorrows are in the Lord's hands, and if he's willing, we will live life to the fullest and do this or that. So it boils back down. It turns back around. It comes back to going to seeking the Lord as change comes and as you make plans. And both of these go hand in hand because change comes with plan making. Change comes without plan making, but making sure that you're covered is okay. It is wisdom. And we are given a spirit of wisdom, and we're given a moniker of intelligence, and we're expected to use it. We must use the things given to us. We're not mindless drones to be driven for the kingdom, mindless automatons for the kingdom. We're in a relationship with the king of the universe. And yes, we're part, of the, we're part of the kingdom. And yes, we are his children. And this dichotomy that's been created, that we have to be these tools, or that the Lord's plan is the only, is the only thing that's, that's moving the wheel of our life, isn't so according to the word. The word itself says, man hearts makes plans. And the Lord has plans for you. And if God, being a good father and a great king, knows how to move them together. And when you seek him, things line up. Things work together. That is not to say that tragedy won't occur. That is not to say, let me repeat that, that tragedy won't occur. Right? There's plenty of times in the Word where we see something that unexpected happens to man. Right, Whether it be you and your wife uh, visiting the Pharaoh and the Pharaoh taking a liking to your wife and so you lie about it. <laughs> or, or you deliver food to your brother and see a filthy, unwashed Philistine calling your God garbage and throwing shade. And so you pick up a, your sling and some stones and say, I'll handle this. Right? There's, there's times where challenges and change are set before someone in the word. David lived a lot of it. For instance, Saul one day would be happy with him, and the next, being bipolar, he would throw spears at him. One day he would love him, and the next he would be chasing him around the kingdom in order to kill them. And one day he would apologize to David, and the next minute he would be after him again. Right? David's life is full of change. And as change came, he sought the Lord. He sought wisdom. As change came for Jesus, he sought his father in the kingdom from being baptized by John and moving into ministry and getting the apostles and preaching to the change that led him ultimately to the cross. Right? His life changed as a child in the synagogue, in the temple, 
and probably working with his father. Change came. There was a plan also, though. Planned by his parents, planned by himself. But ultimately, change comes. Now, for Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes says there's a time for all this and a season. There's a time for laughing and a time for crying, a time for mourning and a time for dancing, and even a time to go off for war. But change is constant. And as believers, if we seek the Lord, we'll be able to overcome the, the traumatic travesties that happen when a change occurs that was never expected, whether it be death or a tragedy, or someone, uh, and nowadays, divorce, right? These things come, these things happen. But we are made of stronger things. And if the Lord is for us, who can be against us, ravens? Who can be against us? Now, just know as you look through the rest of your week, I mean, because the week technically starts on Sunday, that you should seek the Lord in your daily life, in daily conversation in the drive to work, in your car. For me, moving between classrooms and during periods. Seek the Lord. And in that, you will find shalom and peace. So that's my challenge for you guys this week. Parliament, listen up. Seek the Lord. It doesn't have to be loud. It doesn't have to be ostentatious prayer. And that's good sometimes. Sometimes it could just be the small prayers of your heart, the whispers, because the Lord's listening, even to those. Just know, as change comes at you, that the kingdom is here, and the king is listening, and you have people who are there for you, whether you feel it or not. And thinned, and just... I don't know. I don't even know how to end this. Just take change by the hand and learn to walk with it in the moment, one day at a time. Until next time, Ravens. If you enjoyed the conversation, please hit the like and subscribe button and give us a rating. Also, if you'd like to see what's going on with more of the parliament, please visit gravitas.org. Also, intro music by Russ Budgen and exit music by Arnav Siravistav. Thanks again.